Welcome back inside the Verge Studios. It's another episode of Pardon Our Promotion. How are you doing today, Bob? I'm doing just as good as the last podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's your, always your opening that's question. Yeah, I know. You have to change your opening question to like, you know, it's, what's the temperature outside or something. I'm not good with the camera. <laughs> the camera just messes with me. Um, puts me in a different spot. Now everyone's yeah. going to go back to the other podcast and see if it's that same question. And they're probably going to They'll build our attendance yeah. and all the podcasts. <laughs> Get a, one, at least one new view for every yeah. podcast. <laughs> well, today we're going to talk about sponsorships and entertainment, um, specifically the activation within it, kind of um, also where it begins. So the genesis of the conversation, who leads it? How does the element develop? How do you build the sponsorship or the activation around the, the partner and what they want? And how do you also keep the entertainment uh, in the game? Because that's a big problem, right? We see a lot of times where teams will let the partner or the sponsor dictate what the entertainment element is rather than the other way around. Correct. And then to go back to the origin, mm -hmm. it's a sponsor, right? So back a billion years ago, they, they had sponsors that sponsored uh, sporting events. And they didn't necessarily want anything back out of it. They just were sure. benevolent, right? And they wanted to sponsor the local sports team. Of course, now they want advertising. They want some sort of you know, what does a sponsor want today? They're not, they really should be called advertisers right, right. <laughs> and not sponsors because they really want some, something for their money. Right. Um, and, and so, yeah, so that, that's for, the first thing is, is teams need to understand that they need to take care of their sponsor or their partner. They sometimes their partnership activation, that right. kind of stuff. And, and, and so they get a bang for their buck and it isn't just charity work. For the local mm -hmm. sports team. So that's the first piece. So what was your question? I kind of got off on that tangent. I'm not exactly sure, but <laughs> um, I do know that like, and this is a problem that that I've had with um, not not necessarily my the sponsors, but the people leading those conversations. So your sponsor folks, you know, um, corporate sales, things like that, people like that who lead those conversations. Um, it's not about advertising. It shouldn't be at least. It, it should go back to the way it was, you know, when it's they're this, you know, a sponsor of an, an event. And basically that partner is telling you that they're they embrace the experience that you're about to have, that that's their vibe, too. And that's the ex experience they're all about as well. It's not necessarily, you know, here's my commercial. Here's my advertisement for my product. Go buy it. You know, that we want the partner to engage in the experience with the consumer and, and from that perspective, rather than just selling them. On oh, yeah. It's right? a, it, yeah. It's experiential marketing. Yeah. You know, it's it's the fact that, yeah, we're tying the goodwill of the New York Yankees to the brand Geico. Right. And uh, I think Geico's still on left field out there. I could be wrong. But so there, so there's, there is the tie. But yeah, mm -hmm. but it, it it definitely has to. It definitely has to be um, good for everybody, right. right? And that's what you were kind of. That's what you were talking about. Is when sometimes advertisers or sponsors start driving mm -hmm. the narrative and start driving, hey, this is how we want it done, when it isn't necessarily their call. It should not be their call because they're not in that. Geico is really good at selling insurance, right? They shouldn't be telling the Yankees how to put a show on, right? Yeah. Yep. And, and and so there is that, but but of course you have to take care of your sponsor. You have to take care of your advertiser. But 
that's where it should stop. You should say, what would you like, Mr. Advertiser? What would you like, Mr. Sponsor, for our partnership? How can we help you? And how can we work together to kind of, you know, prop up both of our brands? But that's where it's, that's the spot. That's the DMARC line. And then from there forward, it should be, this is how we can do it because we know how to put on a fan experience right. in a hockey stadium or to, like you know, a baseball stadium, et cetera. We know how to do that. So let us take care of your brand and nurture it correctly so you get the right effect, right? So how would you lead those conversations or start those conversations or direct those conversations? You know, like if a sponsor comes up and they're interested in, in sponsor, you know, a jeweler is interested in doing, you know, the, their ultimate goal is to get people out to their establishment and right. and notoriety and stuff. I mean, how do we start those conversations? How do we direct them so that we can come up with a really entertaining way to activate what they're looking for? And that's an interesting thing because you said when that sponsor comes to you, but so often it's the other way around, that's right? Point, right? And that's and that's the the thing is here's a here's a person that works in sales for any particular club and they're like, I gotta I gotta get to my quotas. I gotta get I sell so much. And so they go to the advertiser mm -hmm. and essentially they want to close that sale so they start bending over a little bit in order to close that sale so right. your question is how do you do it well it's kind of you again you have to you have to have to empathize I, I think that has a lot to do with a lot of things in life but you have to say you know look at any particular brand or, or um, company out there and say what is good for them and then actually take plans to them like this can help you achieve this market uh, sure, yeah. and, and things like, and, and, and work together uh, again, Socratically mm -hmm. to better their brand. And, and I guess it goes, this goes back to the old, old sales uh, where you, where you walk into a facility and say, where are you challenged? Where would you like to grow? You ask the questions and you find out through the probing questions where there's possibility for growth and help. And, and and you really shouldn't as a as a sponsorship salesperson, you really shouldn't just try to force. Hey, you got to do it this way. You got to figure out a way that's best for them. Sure. And when it's and when you find that way, it's going to be good for you too, yeah. right? So yeah. What are what are some of the you know? I, I mean, but you're talking about a jewelry store. Maybe we go with that for a second. Yeah. You yeah. Know, what were what were you going to say? Um. <laughs> Well, if we look look at that example and go, okay, so if you go to the jewelry store, and I, I, I did make a definitive like statement, but there are uh, maybe a local jewelry store that really loves mm -hmm. the hockey, hockey uh, club that's in town or the baseball club that's in town. And they do really want to, you know, they, they can advertise in the radio or television, newspaper, whatever. They really want to throw some ad dollars towards the stadium because they love going there. Yeah. So there is definitely, there's still their sponsorship yep. kind of aspect to it. So I'm, it's not just all definitive. But um, I guess where I'm going with that is you get, you look and go, okay, how do we, how do we best build that brand? And of course, there's those cute little promotions like the diamond dig and things, yeah. and things yeah. like that. But, but it kind of works in the same way with the earlier podcast we were talking about and marketing and promoting. Um, it's like, how do we get it so that this is remembered right, by the fans and it maybe drives activation to their place of business? How, mm -hmm. how can we do that? There's all kinds of number of ways to do that. But, you know, you got to take and go, 
you have to really look at their brand and say, how can how how is it best served? And there is not a magic solution for it's like covers everybody. It's really a tailor each yeah. one, right? Yeah. So is the you know as a corporate sales guy, are you going to you know I would always appreciate this um, from a producer standpoint, but is it beneficial you know to start with hey I'm going to go after this you know this firm or this business. What are your ideas, how we could activate it potentially so that your corporate sales guy can go to them first with a whole bunch of proposals, not necessarily a dollar amount. There is a dollar amount, obviously, but, you know, as a producer, I'm not concerned with what Mm -hmm. the the partner is paying really on on a high level. Um, But is is that the way to start those conversations like, you know, to prevent us from having the partner lead those, we want to come to them with stuff already. That's a, right? That is a great idea. Do you, you know, as a if you're just a pure salesperson, yeah. you know, you you go to the the game ops director or whatever the sponsorship activation person and say, hey, hey, I'm going to go see an auto dealer this afternoon. What can I take that person? But and yeah, come up with that a brainstorm of ideas for that particular category, right? Mm-hmm. But Again, when you get there, when that person steps foot in that auto dealer's office, it shouldn't be, here's all the great things that we have for you. It should be listen first. Yeah. Again, those questions. Sure. You know, where are you challenged? What what demographic are you not reaching? You know, you, and, and then you dovetail what they're talking about and what their challenges are with, well, if we did this, so if you had that arsenal of stuff that maybe you, you brainstormed yeah. pre- prior you can then go, you know what? I think we could probably do this promotion here on field and we could do this part of like, maybe we could do some video board content. This that might help you. And and again, maybe we can drive some people with some sort of signups mm-hmm. either at your at your facility that drive people Data collection one yeah. way, one way or the other, where where people are are coming to your place to get something, right? Yeah. And, and it, again, no, no um clear path but the point but you you make a valid point if you have a if you have a nice arsenal of products then you can start the discussion on how you can solve some of those problems for that sponsor yeah and get them more engaged in your in your facility i remember you talking about um and, and while you know during our course of work we're talking about um having you know certain innings be the sponsored element, not necessarily the activity or the on-field event, but the general overall inning as far as, you know, it could be a race inning or it could be a skit inning. It could be, um, you know, some type of other themed element, not necessarily the same every inning, but, you know, they'll always get their inning love and their inning sponsorship and the element might be different. That's correct. Talk about that a little bit. Well, you know, and that goes, and that, that goes back to what you said at the beginning is yeah. like, we don't want advertisers or sponsors telling us mm-hmm. how to entertain. Right. And so we, ha- we come to them with solutions, but yeah, they need to be variable solutions. And that kind of ties into that whole, uh, you make your, make your show different every night, you know? And, and so if you make a show, if you know, whether you're again, basketball, hockey, doesn't really matter. I have to do something different in that first break of the action, whatever it is. First first quarter break in basketball. What it's got to be different than the last time. Otherwise, our fans are going to get kind of bored. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to have some carryover. Again, the, the sponsor branding and the way the 
element begins and ends, and we'll get deeper into that in a in another podcast. But but the point is, is the element itself should surprise the audience, and if it's memorable, that's good for the sponsor. Yeah, that's that's if, if it's if it's the same as yesterday, people are tuning out. And then it's not worth it's not worth it to the sponsor. And as much as you can sell it, they're, they're, they're not may, may not renew because they're not getting that kind of that um, effect back at their place right. of business. Right. It's not it's not always just, you know, w- one thing that I've kind of thought about and and my my philosophy is on is it's not always about the hard numbers. It's about the feeling that we create. Right. That's the most important part of how we activate. The sponsorship, because it's not about, you know, okay, if this sponsor just wants signups, it's not about, you know, so then we're just going to try to sign up as many people as we can or get as many people signing up, giving us their information as possible. But when we're talking about partnership activation, it's really, you know, the feeling that we're giving people and then they're going to then attach whatever that partner is to that feeling and that's what we want. That's what we want to capture. That's, right. that's the most important part, in my opinion. So you're a sponsorship salesperson, and I'm you come to my place of business. You know what? I love I'd love to work with your company. In fact, I'm let's do a twenty five thousand dollars sponsorship. I'd like you to play three commercials during the game. <laughs> what are you going to tell me? That's not entertaining <laughs> at all. That's boring. It's boring, and it's going to yeah. turn you guys. Yeah, the answer is no. Yeah, right. No, and, we and, can't do that. And too many times people see 25 grand. Oh, sign it. Yeah, yeah, sign done, this. Done. And then they go back and go, how are we going to do this? It's going to be boring as heck. And, and we and just got paid 25 grand to ruin our show. To ruin our show. Yeah. So that's the magic word is no. Right. No, we can do better. Yeah. You want some sort of fun video? We can make a fun video, but it's not going to be a commercial. We're not going to just play a standard commercial that you see on regular broadcast television because that'll turn off your audience. Again, they'll tune out. You're not getting your money's worth. Okay, so it's a hard thing for a salesperson yeah. to tell a client is no, I don't want your money. <laughs> not unless we change some something or, and and change it and make it better for all, for everybody. Yeah, that's that's good insight. And we're not going to teach our sales guys how to sell sell on this episode. That's on <laughs> part in our sales promotion or something. I don't. <laughs> but yeah, no is no is important, right? Um, how many how many uh, dasher boards or outfield boards have you seen where the text is so tiny because oh, the sponsor yeah. said, I need all this text. Mm-hmm. I need my website and my phone number and everything else on there. And you and then a, the normal fan can't read it. The sponsor can because he knows what, what it, it looked is. like yeah. when he bought it in the first place. And he thinks it's great or he or she thinks it's great, but it isn't. Yeah. It's not good for their business. So the word no. What are, what are some creative <laughs> ways that you've activated a sponsorship oh, element? Oh, that's a, putting me on the spot there. Um, well, this is 20 years ago, but when CERTA wanted to do something in Altoona, Pennsylvania, we did the CERTA sheep, and we had it as a rally sheep, because back then it was kind of the rally monkey, I think, might have been getting popular. Or this could have been predating that. But we had the sheep come out during scores. Uh, at, during the game. So everybody was excited 
when the sheep showed, showed up, right? Mm -hmm. Because the home team was scoring. Yeah. Uh, and so it came out of a hidden door in the outfield at a baseball facility, which is also quite fun because it the first time it ever happened, it scared the living daylights <laughs> out of the center fielder. And he went running when the sheep came out to dance. So, but that was very good because everyone, it, it, it got, it was so popular that, that um, the audience came up with free the sheep t-shirts because <laughs> they wanted to see their home team score. Yes. So that that's a that was a really good one. And there's there's a lot of them that are like that where it kind of it drives people back. And uh, another one I that that uh, teams have used is, you know, the they use a local restaurant where you people have to go to the restaurant to sign up to be a participant in the show. It could be for anything, could be for the seventh inning stretch singer or the 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 honorary puck drop kid sure. or whatever, but they have to go there to sign up to be part of the show. Oh, that's you know? cool. So yep. then there's a tie between ticket sales and sponsorship and partnership activation and yeah. all that. Yeah, that's really cool. And, and you know, something that you just said with, with the rally sheep is you associate that with scoring. And that's another it's a it's another vibe or feeling experience based emotion that we've now tied a sponsor to or partnered to that they're mm -hmm. going to benefit from. Another one that I saw a lot years ago is the Old Navy beach balls. And it was, you know, like sometimes people bring a beach ball and blow it up and mm -hmm. they'll throw it around in the stands. Well, Old Navy went, let's do it. So they, they had all these Old Navy beach balls that they would give to the stadiums and people would, during the promotion, they would just bat them around. Yeah. So here's a sponsorship logo, essentially, flying around in the air above people. And, yep. they're, and they're just constantly looking at Old Navy logo as it's bouncing around the stadium. I thought that was a wonderful promotion because it was exciting. It was fun. Yeah. And, 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 uh, you know, got the sponsor brand out there. So we're, we're going to try something. I, I do have in my notes here that we're going to try to, uh, speed round of planning and entertainment element for a local company. Um, but let's try it. No. This could be dangerous. No. no. See, the word no works, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. I see what you did there. All right. So we got Jiffy Lube, oil change. So we're going to Jiffy Lube or we're going to an oil change or a mechanic. Let's just make it general, an automotive place. We want to pro pro promote or propose an entertainment element to them to sponsor. Okay. You're well, up. the first thing I'm going to go off of is Jiffy, right? So yeah. fast. Okay. Yeah. So fast could it could be part of a race? It could be part of an event where people have to do, you know, like the, the clock ticking of game shows where mm -hmm. things have to happen in a certain amount of time. So probably even that better than a race. Yeah. I like to use the, the time clock, thirty second clock or sixty second clock, where they have to do something. Where it could be an active, it could be a a, a guessing game or, or or it could be some sort of challenge. Yeah. Like the, what's that 60 second? There's a show. It's minute like, to win it. Minute to win yeah. it. Yeah, that yeah. type of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, yeah, genius. Jiffy just playing off the name. Doesn't out? have anything. We done? We're, We're done, done with this we podcast? We just planned it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> no, so, I mean, that's, yeah. I mean, so, you know, you can find any way to tie in to that partner to make the element, you know, relevant, I guess you could say, you mm -hmm. know, something fast, jiffy. So that's a good Add, place to start. Add together the partnership activation. This this contestant is um, is playing for this section. This contestant is playing for this section. Sure. Whoever wins gets, 
gets the coupons. Yeah. That whole section gets Jiffy Lube coupons or whatever for mm -hmm. something off of. So now there's an activation to get people back to the dealership or their, the, their uh, place of business. The participants in the uh, on-field element could dress up like, a, you know, they could get a Jiffy Lube shirt, you know, that the, the partner provides. And it's more eyes on their brand and marketing. And, and that's an interesting thing. There's a, um, a lot of people forget that. They, they, they put the stuff, you know, the Jiffy Lube thing on the video board. And of course, they'll have it in the PA announcement and the host will be talking about it. But there's just the, the simple coloring yeah. of a promotion or like you say, the shirts right? or the logo. Uh, I can't remember where I recently saw this, but they literally had a, a, like a sandwich board. Is that what they're called? Mm -hmm. A-frame sandwich a boards. Yeah. They brought it out. They set it out on the field right next to whatever was going on. It just said. Jiffy Lube, yeah. right there, right on the field, because people might not be looking at the video board or whatever. Right. Kind of goes back to that old Navy thing. If you can get their their brand out in front of them where it's, they can see it or touch it, that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's actually a really good way to start. I mean, just, you know, incorporating any kind of branding element you can. Um, this is just low-hanging fruit, easy mm -hmm. ways to activate a partnership. But then playing on either their name or their logo or, you know, the services that they offer in some way. You know, the, the element doesn't ha necessarily have to be a oil change related in Jiffy Lube's case. It can just, it can simply just be a, a you know, a, a pun off their name. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, the, and just like promotions, the more you sow, the more you reap. Mm -hmm. so, so again, the, the guy that sells, the Jiffy Lube 30 second commercial isn't sewing very much. He's just cashing a check and we're gonna play this commercial pregame or whatever. Right. And, and so the, the effect for the audience, the effect for the sponsor, isn't that great? But the more you put into it, just like we just did with our little brainstorming, um, the fact that we can change it every night, the fact that we can have sometimes a hook ending where it's just really a silly ending that audiences remember. All that is putting extra effort into that promotion and into that sponsorship that benefits everybody. Yeah. Fans, the home team, yeah, and the client. There's nothing worse than, you know, having a, a partner tied to a specific element, a specific activation process. If that activation process isn't very good, it, it's counterintuitive completely for the partner. And then they're not going to come back and renew. No, they won't. They're going to be displeased through the season. You're going to be forced to find out another way to do it mid-season. It's going to be a disaster. The game ops director doesn't want to do it. Mm -hmm. The promo team doesn't want to do it because it's so boring or whatever. It just falls flat. And you're right. And what what happens? Non-renewal. Yep. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm sure there's a lot more to talk about with that. That was good, though. But, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, was, that was healthy. So if you guys have any questions, comments, or uh, want us to talk about anything um, related to partnerships or unrelated to partnerships, but related to promotions, drop us a line, give us a comment, send us a message, anything. But until then, guys, it's all about your fans. We'll see you next time. Take care.